Welcome to Teen Talk, Navigating Teen Challenging Behavior. I am Pei Yi. I'm a parenting and teen challenging behavior specialist at Rainbow Parenting Practice. Over the last 30 years, I've worked with children, teenagers, and then families with various complex needs across different settings. But it is my personal story being a troubled teenager that led me to the creation of my innovative parenting method, Thriving Together Parenting Method. It can help you and your team to have a more loving, respect-driven relationship and the happiness and harmony in your family home in 90 days, no matter what challenging behavior it is, how challenging it has been, and for however long your family has been in a difficult place. Many families came to me when they were in crisis or at breaking point. My TTP method is the secret to their transformative family lives. It can be yours too. I am thrilled for you to be here. And that possibly means you are a successful but stressed out parent who is managing a very demanding job but struggling to know what to do and how to help your troubled teen who is stuck in patterns of challenging behavior. You're fed up with trying everything, but nothing works. You're looking for solutions yesterday and are determined to do whatever it takes to help your teen and family thrive. At Teen Talk, Navigating Teen Challenging Behavior, I will share all the insights I've learned from working with families and their teenagers over the years. I will not hold back. Let's dive in. Hi, welcome to the show. My name is Pei and this is my co-host. Um, oh, by the way, I forgot to say, if you probably won't, if you didn't watch YouTube, you will know Belle is my teenage co-host. <laughs> but you definitely have to go to YouTube to to see our uh, to see Belle. He's she's so <laughs> wise and beyond her years, you know. So and if this is the first time, let me introduce the cat, the set of cats again. If this is the first mm-hmm. time you're listening in, Bale and I's conversation are never ever scripted. What we do is we use this set of cards and either Bale or myself will draw the cards before the show and not like when the show is being recorded. And then we will talk about whatever we draw in the cards. And these cards are about teenagers' lives. So we're looking through a particular topic through a teenager's lanes and through a professional lanes and through the parents' lanes because I work with teenagers. Uh, no, I work with parents who are trying to help their teenagers, trouble teenagers to get out the negative cycles of their behavior. So this is what we would this is what we do every single time in the show. And we hope you will enjoy it. Right. So Belle, would you like to draw the cards today? hmm hmm I really hope my internet won't crash. I will have a breakdown if it does. <laughs> Right. Tell me when to stop. Stop. I'm shuffling. I'm shuffling. I think Bell may has bro may have frozen because of my terrible internet. You froze again for like. I know this is terrible. It's okay. We'll keep going. Now I'm back. So I'm shuffling, Bell. Okay. Stop. Okay, Bell. No. Looks like we are bound to speak about this today. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, <is it> <laughs> right, okay. I'm no joking. That. So what happened? All right, what happened was Bill and I just started recording this the episode and my internet crashed. 
So then we started again. <laughs> it must be a sign that we meant to speak about that today. Exactly. The second time we're drawing the same card. What, mm -hmm. What's the chance? So it's on mm -hmm. the outside. Mm. So, yeah. What are your thoughts? What do you so the card's billing, isn't it? Hmm? The card's billing, isn't it? Not necessarily about bullying, but you can take it many different ways as usual. You know, it's 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 down to our interpretation and in which way you want to take it. Because it could be about somebody not fit into, and you know, teenagers don't fit into a group. It yeah. could be, like you said, teenagers being <clears throat> bullied and, you know, or it could be you know, discrimination. So mm -hmm. there are many different ways we can take it. But, you know, as usual, we don't script, so we just talk about anything, everything. We just break like, it out. You'll come to touch every single thing we want to speak about. <laughs> that's usually what happens. So mm -hmm. why are you thinking? Oh, ooh, sorry. My thing right. is fine. <laughs> it's a, it's a so my thoughts are... Um, so my initial thought was bullying, and the, the photo on it looks very, like what you think of when you think of bullying like how it's in movies and stuff like lots of people picking on someone and like how it happens like that sort of thing and then that made me think about if I've ever experienced bullying and my mm -hmm. first thought is no but mm -hmm. then I think actually bullying does take place in like friendships a lot mm -hmm. but like subtle more sort of manipulative bullying and I think that's very common for being teenagers because there's you know that could be in terms of peer pressure like if you don't fit in and you're trying to fit into the group and you know you feel like you have to do certain things or like that sort of thing I think that's quite bullying like bullying behavior when friends who aren't very good friends pick on you and mm -mm. say things about you specifically and mm -hmm. that's the sort of I wouldn't say I've been bullied but I would say I've experienced some degree of that and mm -hmm. I think a lot of people would have. Mm -mm. I think if that's that short, was, hmm? that was my first thought. See, initially. in your thoughts, you agree. In that brief thoughts you share, you have covered, <laughs> you have covered a lot of aspects of <laughs> thinking about teenagers feeling they're on the outside. So why don't uh -huh. we just take each one as we go? Because the first one, mm -hmm. you know, like as you mentioned, bullying, and you mentioned friendship in uh, in uh, bullying in friendship, like close mm -hmm. circles of your friends. But then there's also part of the what if you don't belong to any group yeah you know, and if you, you just feel like you never fit into any group and there are many mm -hmm. teenagers experience that is like which part of the social group do i belong yeah so yeah. there are many ways we can think about it but before we dissect each one of them my initial thought was about my personal experience as a teenager because that's how i felt throughout my teenage years is I was mm -hmm. always the one that was on the outside mm -hmm. and I was always the one didn't know where I fit in so mm -hmm. I was like there's so many I remember I spoke about last time in the Taiwanese education system it's mm -hmm. very different like junior high and senior high but for me that was quite, the experience of being on the outside was quite consistent because when I was in junior year you know I, I was just like oh who could be my friends yeah. you know and I really didn't have many friends when I was in junior high school that's mm. so sad now thinking about this 
seriously, but I didn't really have many friends because I was, you remember I was saying to you, I was really tiny and mm -hmm. I was really like, I went to school too early. I was always tiny and I was like, uh, what is this? Crap? What mm -hmm. is this? You know, those mm -hmm. sort of things. So maybe people think I was a bit goofy or I was a bit like mm -hmm. this wee girl was a bit weird. Mm -hmm. So, <laughs> and then I was so academically behind. Seriously, I was that child. Just didn't do well. <laughs> seriously, I didn't do well at all. And then I was like thinking, so I was really struggling throughout the junior years. It's mm -hmm. like, well, which group do you belong? So I try to befriend boys. And then I usually get like, like, you know, they'll make snidey comments about my height or the food I was eating, my mark, my grades and all this thing. It's like, what the, sh I'm not going to do this. I, will, I nearly say what the shmeet, but I still said it down. And then, then the late, then they will try to befriend with girls. But then I didn't fit in either. So it was a really awkward and uncomfortable yeah. feeling. But at that time, you also wanted to to have friends because that is such an important yeah. development, developmental so age, like social life you want to have. Sadly, when I move on to senior high, I still feel the same way. But also, do you remember I spoke about I have this group of girlfriends because I went to a, a girl's school and yeah. they're all experimenting all these things. Even yeah. that, I feel... I was on the outside because yes. what they were doing, I just like, how, how? And I was just like, how do I fit in? And that was mm -hmm. really, really difficult. And that was really unpleasant. So I can see why, you know, and I can resonate with the teenagers' experiences when they went to senior high school, went to a secondary school. There was a mm -hmm. lot of change and they they have to develop all the skills to 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 be friends with someone and to, to learn all the social skills in this thing. Yeah. If you are okay, we talk about differences, right? Mm -hmm. Different is differences is differences is good, but we when you're in the secondary setting, all the teenagers want to feel the same. They want to be yeah. like, oh, we're so cool, you know, <laughs> we're this and that. So it's really I've seen so many teenagers like I work with feel so on the outside, feel so isolated and excluded on so many different yeah. levels um, I mean I definitely experienced that I mean I moved from the countryside a small town from the countryside into Glasgow in like a big school mm -hmm. and so my initial like I was so different to everyone like everyone had grown up in the city knew what everything was everyone knew all the trends like I'd only like just got a phone and like my sort of weekend was like going and playing like the woods with my friends and everyone else was like going shopping and stuff yeah. so I definitely was quite out of place and I found it very hard to fit in within friendships I would say it took me about two or three years to fully settle and become mm -hmm. accustomed to like everything because obviously I wasn't living in like a different country but like it feels so different like it felt so different um so I found it quite hard. I mean, I had some French groups. I always had one friend that I, that I kept forever, but even that, me and her fell out when we were younger and, you know, mm -hmm. that sort of thing. Um, But, I, you know, like, we, we both went between sort of French groups and, like, everyone was kind of talking. It was a big group of people, but obviously within a big group, that means a lot of people don't like each other and there's a lot mm -hmm. of fakeness and... There was a lot of issues like that and I definitely remember just feeling very, you know, I'd come home from school every day and I'd just be like, 
that was awful and like yeah. every now and, and then, again yeah. yeah and every now and again I'd come home from school and I'd be like oh that was such a good day like mm-hmm. maybe it'll stay like that forever but then it just never did and that that was really hard but now like I mean I would say an S4 mm-hmm. S3 S4 I think I'm down but yeah I definitely think that like because you develop friendship right mm-hmm. and your friendship in school how you are with friends in school affect how you feel about your day mm-hmm. and like you say if you feel off your friends and you're just like oh this is such a bad day no really it really affects everything like yeah I that's why I never take it for granted now like I have such good friends and everything's fine like I enjoy school because of it and I really remember like it used to be every single day hope that I'd have a good day at school and I'd have a good friend like we'd have good time my friends or whatever where my friends were and it'd be fine and I think that's like such a common thing like I've spoke to so many people I know that everyone I've spoke to that moved from another school Mm-mm. like definitely experienced that in some degree I think like just this feeling of feeling out of place and like fitting in and like going into French groups where it's quite judgy or whatever like there's so much pressure and I think you can just feel very self overly self-conscious at a very young age when that's happening and that's what that photo that picture in the card reminds me of like just this feeling of feeling aware that you're not quite where you like feel like you really confident or happy like at the expense of other people that other people are making fun of you you think other people are talking about you like a lot of paranoia I think that comes with bullying or like subtle bullying absolutely and it's not and also like social media is so crazy these days so convenient if you do something different or out too out there it's gonna be Mm -hmm. posted everywhere Mm -hmm. so it is the element additional elements of stress when I was Mm -hmm. that age I was like yourself playing in the woods you know and then <laughs> there's always so many things you can do with your house right yeah but, but right now it's really really different now and then you're thinking about you're talking about that one friendship group or one person can affect your day and everything and then there are days you don't think oh gosh I didn't want to go to school not thinking about those young teenagers who actually experience this every single day and then from s1 to s5 continue to feel like I don't belong to this I'm always on the outside and how no wonder they didn't want to go it would feel I it would break down your confidence and make you feel so like I feel like it almost would stunt you being able to grow and develop and like be able to like find out what you like find out what you want to do because when you have that feeling where you don't have the friends that you Mm -hmm. want or your friendships are not quite right and you don't fit in anywhere and you feel like you only really have yourself like you really do just feel that's all you can think about it's all you care about because you just it's so important you go to school every day like Mm -hmm. school's hard enough as it is the last thing you want is to not have a way of escaping it at lunch times or break times or Mm -hmm. like that would just be awful absolutely and now we are only talking about you know how teenagers might feel all the teenagers might feel but now there's another layer of complexity thinking about if you're a teenager with ADHD, mm-hmm. you know, if you're a teenager with autism or you're a teenager who self-harm or, you know, have def- a depression, anxieties, all these things that is 
you know, troubling you, how are you going to be seen? Or you have a physical disability. Sometimes Mm -hmm. the disabilities is not invisible disabilities. All these things affects who you are and how you are with people. And the the the, the risk or the the worry things is because teenagers they're still learning about the world, right? They don't know many about disabilities or invisible disabilities. And we talked about a bit sexuality last week and all these things is these things are very new to them for the person who have for the person who experienced them like you know if i have adhd i still don't i probably wouldn't know why what adhd <laughs> is as a teenager or as like what is what is this how is this affecting me how to yeah. why why can i do these things or why am i always this right so there's things like they are still trying to figure out and then if your peers around you or the teachers or the people around you don't understand that it make it even more difficult and then what yeah. you will tend to do it's just to fake it, pretend it, mask it. Mm-hmm. And like, mm-hmm. hmm, I'm going to try to be like everybody else and do what everybody does. And what yeah. life really does to a teenager is really affect their emotional well-being. You know, and I've seen so many parents struggle with their teenagers because they have to mask that part, mask their differences, pre- hide their differences and then be like normal and be able to fit in in school. And then we go home and just break. And then they can have an outburst of very angry tantrum or smashing the house or all this because there's just too much things. There are too many things they're carrying in school. You know, so there's really difficult. That's actually really interesting to hear because I, I struggled a bit of that with school. I have like learning difficulties. I mean, I can't like process my learning. I can't remember it. Like there's been thoughts of ADHD, but whatever. Mm-hmm. But within school, I found it very isolating. I mean, every single lesson, what was going on, everyone could just answer questions, do the work. And I was smart, like mentally talking and whatever. I was smart, but I couldn't keep up with the work. I couldn't mm-hmm. like, you know know what was going on all the time I couldn't hear what the teacher was saying like I didn't understand I always just felt confused and I just felt like I had to just pretend that it was all fine because I didn't want people to think that I was like weird or stupid or you know I couldn't manage these things and like even in terms of like friendships I did that as well and like when I couldn't fit in I did just mask I did just really try and change my personality and try and like all these things and like I really analyzed what people were doing around mm-hmm. me and tried to fit in with that and like I mean like looking back and that did work periodically like it worked but then three, like a few years later I just undid all of that anyway because and I found my true friends I found my real friends mm-hmm. at school who a lot of them are the same people I was trying to be friends with before but we've all been on this, this same path and everyone changes so much mm-hmm. from being like 13 to being like 16 don't I really have to apologize for our internet connection today so from that like yeah like I, I almost feel like I almost feel like um when you do try to change your personality and stuff like it all you you, un- you just spend another year undoing it all because you actually lose a lot a big part of yourself if you do genuinely try and change for other people like it mm-hmm. is it does really affect you and that hearing you say like how it can affect you like 
made me make a lot of sense in my own mind about why these things were happening. Like that's such a smart way of thinking about it. I didn't think that it would actually affect you outwardly. Yeah, and like you say, like because you were trying to fit in and you would do everything, anything to fit in. Yes, yeah, I've seen so many teenagers of... take drugs because their friends ask them to. They don't know how to yeah. say no. They tell we're let's abscond together and we'll do this, and they, they struggle to say no because they want to feel like we're cool. This is my friends. I can't say no yeah. to them. But what happens is, it's like you say a year later, you found out or you learn actually this is not true friendship, you know, and that needs some guidance from the people around you, and then you like and you'll get tired because it's not you. Yeah. You cannot continue to act. It's like you're performing. You are you're an actress in the in mm. a drama in downtown <laughs> Abbey or you know, whatever that is. You cannot continue to act as you're someone else. It's mm. just not, not normal and it's not natural at all. No. And you will definitely no. break at some point. Mm. But it, like I said, it's really hard for teenagers, especially teenagers with additional needs, you know, and they don't know enough about this and probably no. educators don't know enough about this about their challenges or mm. their strengths that's a thing they would people think that if you have adhd you're on the outside or you're a bit goofy you're different mm. and that is not a good thing but we keep talking about actually differences mm. is a good thing everybody's different is how do you see the strength in in the person yeah you know, have you ever seen the show called the big bang theory i love this show my no i've never watched it but i've watched like i've seen parts of it if it's been on the tv i know roughly yeah so it's these four good very everybody needs to go and watch big bang <laughs> the four goofy scientists or they're really smart they're so intelligent but they're so goofy and they really struggle with the social aspects and mm -hmm. some of the journey is about them finding themselves in the journey mm -hmm. and how can they be comfortable and mm -hmm. with themselves so knowing actually differences are good and we we still have good friends we get married we do these things and they achieve a lot so it mm -hmm. doesn't mean like a leads to b or it's b definitely leads to c there's so many variables to think about but i suppose what i want to share is that differences are good celebrate the strength and that's really important but also the education side of things support the young person when they are feeling on the outside, yeah, we need somebody to speak to. But then I come back to the question I actually had earlier on, Bill, because you talk about, you know, how you struggle for the first few years because you move from, mm -hmm. you move from the forest <laughs> to yeah. the big city, Glasgow. <laughs> so what helped you to settle in and feel like, oh, I actually feel good to be in this place. I feel there's a sense of belonging. What helped? Um, I mean, it definitely wasn't straightforward, but I think when I, I really became close with, I had two, two consistent close friends throughout the whole thing, but even then I had my issues with and I had my insecurities with, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm still actually best friends with them to this day and they're like some of my best friends. But for me, having that really helped because it almost meant that I had a safe place to separate myself from whatever was going on because mm -hmm. I knew that that didn't matter and that I actually am fine how I am. Mm -hmm. But I don't know, like, I mean, I wish there was like a straightforward answer, but I just kind of like 
stumbled through the first three years and like till I mm-hmm. felt better and till I found what was right and, and then I mean sounds bad but it did kind of help trying to fit in and changing that part of myself on the outside it really did help I did enjoy school more mm-hmm. and it did actually teach me a lot about like talk like dealing with people and like all these sorts of things but yeah pointless because you just go back to how you were before anyway but yeah I don't know yeah. I, I really can't give a straightforward answer for that and it's okay and it pro- po- Fucks, probably possibly <laughs> like everybody's journey is different and if I thought about my personal experience of being an out being on the outside all the time for those six years hey for six years man <laughs> I don't know how I managed to go to school every single day. I yeah. did a really good job. I would have done that. Like, you're going to school. Mm-hmm. I suppose thinking about my personal, well, I can like think about the, the probably we're linking to my professional uh, experience as well. It's like thinking about my personal experience, all the young people's experience and that I've heard about or I've worked with. I think it is really about having the person you can speak to that is for most important thing because mm. yes we can make friends but you know what there's a few steps here because if you have those feelings and you don't have anyone to speak to it's not gonna help because I'm not gonna I wasn't gonna be able to solve the problem myself feeling like I was already on the outside why why did I have any any friends so it's really important that the young person I wish I had someone I can speak to and you know if you know my story I I was a I was a struggling teenager so I wasn't able mm. I didn't know what I was going through so I didn't mm. I wasn't able to tell my parents that actually I didn't have any friends you know and I didn't know why I didn't have any friends so I think it's really important you know you have someone you can speak to albeit your parents yeah. I always like to promote and say like it's always best the parents are the best person to speak to because mm-hmm. they're always there for you they want the best for you and if they're your teenagers not speaking to you about this you really need to think about how you can strengthen mm-hmm. the relationship and allow your teenagers to feel comfortable to come and speak to you and so that's the thing i think is having someone to speak to and it could be a, a teacher in your school you might have a teacher yeah. you really like mm-hmm. you know or your neighbor maybe <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know your neighbor mm-hmm. friends and families you know or good friends family some some you know like i i have a, what is that? some of the teenagers i work with their families have very parents have very good friends and they will speak to mm-hmm. their relatives or friends yeah so you yeah you need to have someone to 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 speak about so then you can think about well, how are we going to do this together what mm-hmm. are the things we need to, to to address and if it's about being in the environment we don't have any friends like you say can we go and attend some extracurriculum activities can we mm-hmm. do things we are really passionate about yeah. like you know what if I like singing mm-hmm. no I'm not I don't like singing <laughs> I'm a tone deaf but I play the piano isn't it weird so yeah <laughs> so then you have, if you have some if you will have that passion then go to that group because you will find people who love the same thing as you do and then yeah. that when you have a sheer common, it's easy to develop friendship. And I think that's why when people go to university, everyone, all I've been hearing is like, everyone just says like, when you go to university, everyone finds their crowd, like no matter who you are, you will find people that you re- you resonate with and you get on with naturally and you'll find your crowd. And I guess that's why, because you're doing something you want to do. Yeah. You're going to uni you want to go to, so you obviously people are going to have similar interests to you in that case whereas school everyone's just bundled in the nearest place mm. and you don't know if you're going to find your crowd so that's why you should never take it personally if you don't fit in somewhere because 
it doesn't mean anything to you it's just mm -hmm. absolutely and the third part is because what because you build the other part what I'm thinking about is the what I spoke earlier with the teenagers with additional needs, you know, like whether you have ADHD, autism, if you're dyslexic, if you are, mm -hmm. if you have a disabilities and all of these things, I think they need support from a school, but they also need to help the friendship group understand what it is, you know, what what are the differences? You know, what mm -hmm. does it mean for my friend to have ADHD? What does it affect them? And how can I be a good friend? for my friend so it's a mutual process you know and help the young person to understand what does it mean to have ADHD and be proud and in, in themselves you know mm -hmm. the brain just wear differently mm -hmm. so I think mm -hmm. that's the, the parts I will be thinking for the pair and uh, for, for the will be helpful for teenagers who feels like they're on the outside mm -hmm. and also for the parents and educators or professionals to think about how you can approach this matter to support young person to be on the outside. Because when these young people, when there's an increasing of young people feeling on the outside, it's less likely mm -hmm. they will want to go to school. And we spoke about yeah. this. And then when you don't want to go to school, what you all have is teenagers feeling depressed at home. Their life is meaningless. What are we going to do? You know, And then sleep turn day into nights and feeling inefficient yeah. about themselves. And it just will be... A negative cycle which is not helpful at all so we do want to foster and the environment and for the youngster for the teenagers to enjoy school and when they feel like they're on the outside they cannot approach this yeah. effectively with the support around them so bail i can't believe how fast time yeah. flies we didn't even have time yeah. to talk about other aspects but i think <laughs> i'm pretty happy about what no i think that was a really good outside. I think yeah. we covered a lot. I think we covered it in terms of our experiences. And I think yeah, that's absolutely. like the yeah. most helpful if we can talk about it from that perspective. Absolutely. So as usual, we're gonna end the show with the curiosities. So mm -hmm. what 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 are you what would you like to encourage the parents or the teenagers to be curious about? I would encourage the teenagers to be curious about not not labeling themselves not worthy or don't label yourselves in terms of the people around you like don't you know recognize your own strengths and who you are mm. and know that like you will find your crowd and even if you don't as long as if you if you accept yourself you will and enjoy your own company anyway so mm -mm. yeah okay that's a good curiosity so I take out what I have to, my curiosity would be for the yeah. parents. Uh -huh. I suppose my curiosity for the parents, maybe it's around be curious about the differences, which we keep, I keep talking about the differences, you know, because, hang on a second, I lost my train of thoughts. Ah! <laughs> that always happens to me. I know, it's like, what? Well, Right. Let me let me rephrase. I want the parents. I would like to encourage the parents to 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 be more curious about the differences. You know, the differences in in terms of how your your team, who your team is, and what they are, and thinking about because and the reason I'm saying this, Bill, because I know parents all have an expectation of their teenagers and their 
how they want them to be, what kind of the person they are, and then what kind of job they will have. You know, there's a baseline around this. I wish my kid, I, I want my kid to be a grow up to be a yeah. doctor, or I want my kid to to be, you know, well mannered, and I want my kid just to be able to listen. So parents will always have the expectations, and sometimes you'll be they will be listening to other people's teenagers saying like my kid my teenager is really good they listen to whatever I say and then they do this they do extracurricular and then the parent might be thinking so why am I why isn't my son doing all these things right and mm -hmm. they were probably thinking right you need to go and do this thing so mm -hmm. I want parents to be more curious about the differences in their teenagers you know and mm -hmm. being open-minded about who your teenagers yeah. are you know that's and, very true yeah and then also please do think about supporting your teenagers if they're saying like I don't want to go to school oh like I'm not well do you know <laughs> the frequency of illness is really high you really that was definitely what I did for a yeah, good it's like, oh I have a headache oh I have a tummy ache oh I can't go to school oh like you know <sighs> If there's a frequency in the like, increased frequency of your teenagers not going to school, if there's a pattern, then you probably really need to think about what is happening for your teenagers, what is happening in the school, you know, whether it's about what we spoke about today is are they feeling excluded, are they feeling they don't fit in there on the outside, or they're actually experiencing bullying, which is very common, you know, just now young people experience a lot of this. So do think about these things and be there to support your teenagers. If you want more, if you would like more resources, please do go to my website. It's the www.rainbowpuritypractice.com or please subscribe to our show. And it's been lovely talking to Belle again. I wish this never yeah. stopped, but we have to stop. Yeah. <laughs> right we'll see you guys in the next episode, see you next episode. Bye. bye thank you to everyone at home or on the go for listening if you find this show helpful please hit that follow or subscribe button it does wonders for the show so more people can find team talk navigating team challenging behavior organically if you have any questions about anything we talk about please drop me a line at pe at teentalkpod.com. That is P-E-I hyphen I at teentalkpod.com. I read every email I get. I read every email I get, whether that's an episode idea, a guest recommendation, or just a simple note about how the show has impacted you. I'd love to hear from you. I am Pei Yi and I'll see you on the next episode.